Hello, this is The Parent Panel, a weekly podcast that dives into parents' brains and takes a look at the stories we're all talking about. This week, that includes Fifi Box and the choice of single motherhood, the things you love and hate to do with your kids, when Coles tries to get children to eat veggies, and the most precious thing your kid has ever made you. Well, sometimes you catch yourself just being bossed around. You're going, wait, wait a second. <laughs> yes. I'm the, I'm the I'm boss. adult. <laughs> Neve one day took her nappy off and just rubbed it on the wall. Oh, wow. I kind of feel like parenting is a good antidote to my anal retentiveness. I think you're still in the trenches with your kids. I like the expression trenches. I sometimes call it the vortex. <laughs> the Parent Panel with Siobhan Hunt. Our two parents today are Jacinta Tynan, Sky News presenter and author of Mother Zen, Mother of Two Boys. Hi, Jacinta. How are you? Siobhan, hello. And actor Ryan Johnson, father of one little girl. Welcome. Hello. How have you both been? Well, I had a skin cancer cut on my nose this week, so I've Painful. been better. But yeah. At least it's gone. Did you get any time off to recuperate? Well, or did I've the got voice a face for radio at the moment, so... <laughs> I haven't been at Sky News. I think you've got a face for television and a nose for radio. Oh. <laughs> that's <laughs> where, that's where the skin cancer was cut off. But is everything okay? Are you okay? I'm all gone. I tell you, get your skin checked. Yeah. And if I could wind back the clock, maybe I'd wear a hat, sunscreen. Well, we didn't rashy. grow up. You grew up in the country, right? No. No? I grew up in Sydney. You grew up in Sydney. We all We'd bake ourselves. We were kids. Coconut oil, yeah. anyone? Did you bake yourself, Ryan? No, but I grew up on the Gold Coast where there was a guy who literally stood at Burley Beachfront offering up emu oil to spray <gasps> on you so you could go and sizzle in the sun. No. I, I, I imagine oil? he's moved country now. Do emus now. have oil? Yeah, emu oil. You <laughs> can fry in it. Or oh. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole it's, other it's conversation much like there. human bacon. We would get sun. blisters on our arms and then mm. put a towel over the blistered part to go back out and bake the rest. <gasps> Yeah, or yes. just the good old school wow. reef oil was a big one too, wasn't it? Yeah. What was that? Reef oil. Reef oil. Now, oh, it's they, now they've sort of become sunscreen, yes. but in the old days it was just Coconut sizzle and burn oil. out in the sun. It was attract the sun, not well, I'm feeling yeah. a bit ill now. Let's move anyway, on. Anyway, <laughs> I'm in the clear, but I am paying the price for my unwise decisions as, as a teenager. As a child. And yes, well, everyone get your skin checked. Um, but first up today, we're talking about Fifi, book, Fifi Box and choosing single motherhood. Um, have you got something you want to tell Fev? She's having a baby. She's having a baby? Oh my God. Where's mommy's baby? In the tummy. <laughs> Are you really? Oh, no. It's amazing. I'm thinking, what's Fifi sitting here for? Because I'm a little brother or sister. We're going to have a baby, aren't we? Oh dreams? my God, that's amazing. <laughs> that's uh, Brendan Favola. Uh, radio co-host of Fifi giving the best reaction to pregnancy Aww. news. We all love a bit of that. Um, Fifi Box was there with her daughter Trixie and Trixie was conceived with former Ironman Grant Kenny. Uh, now Fifi Box is a single mum and she's decided she wanted a sibling for Trixie so she went through IVF with an anonymous donor to have the baby. And of course she's making a choice that more and more women are making, wanting to have children without a partner, so they go it alone. So I'm not saying they want to have it without a partner, they just haven't found the right person, mm. so they're like, right, time's ticking, let's go and do this. Jacinta, do you have any friends who've chosen this path? I've got quite a few actually, several. And some of them used anonymous donors. One I can think of had a donor who was a friend. There was a, a wave of them. The babies are all around six now, so there was a wave about six or seven years ago. And the funny thing is it was a huge decision at the time. I remember having conversations with them, you know, how, what, whether I should or shouldn't, that sort of thing. 
But when you fast forward now, and I only thought about that in the context of this conversation, it's not it's not relevant now how the baby came along. So nobody asks about it. It's not about it's no one no one cares how the baby was conceived. They've got these beautiful children, six and seven years old. There's seriously about four I can think of off the top of my head. And they're raising them as you do, like a normal family. They are a normal family and they're they're beautiful children who they love and adore and it's just completely irrelevant how mm. they got here. And I know that they're so pleased that they had the courage to make that choice at the time. If you had a crystal ball, you'd see mm. how it would pan out. Because like you said, it's a big decision. I have friends now who, um, so I'm... 40, how old am I? I'm in my 40s and they are at the point where they're like, I haven't found anyone. The ship is about to sail if it hasn't already sailed, but they still are holding out to meet someone. And it's a really awful place to see them in a very painful place. So making the decision, you're right, I think is the difficult thing. I mean, Ryan, have you had any friends? In yeah, sure. Position? Yeah. There was a lady in my wife's mother's group who, who was going it alone and had two kids and was doing a great job. She was exhausted and it was a mother's group. So it was the early years, but everyone was tired and, uh, I'm sure she had help uh, around her, like family who are who are helping her out. But really, if if someone has the courage not only to do that alone, but to do IVF, um, I just tip my hat to them because I I I know how hard IVF can be. I've seen so many people go through it. I've got gay friends who've been through it. I've got straight friends who've been through it. I've got single people who've been through it that I know, and it's a monster of a thing to do. And and it and to me, it's everyone's choice. If you've got enough love to pour into another individual, then go right ahead and do it um, with or without a partner. And on that note, I would say it it opens up for me that thing about IVF where you've got to be really careful with people around you when you say, oh, just one, just one. Because knowing what I know, it's a really, really sensitive question. And you don't go up to people and say, oh, no partner, no partner. (laughs) Do you? Well, Single? Actually, they kind of Why? <laughs> when are you going to get married to, not, to someone? <laughs> Anyone. <laughs> Anyone. Just grab one. <laughs> well, okay. Let's, let's put ourselves in an alternative universe and in, it's parallel. So you have never met the partners who were the who are the Yes, Jacinda and I would have a child together. <laughs> no. Oh, oh thank you, No, that's not what you're asking. I'm so flattered. <laughs> but thank you for putting that out there. Um, I'm glad we got a, that sorted out. Yeah, I'm glad we've sorted that it's and like we can move Bradley on. It's like Bradley and Lady Gaga. Gaga. Well, are these parallels are getting more and <laughs> yeah, more interesting. Hashtag orcs. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> you're going the wrong way there. Totally. The lady in his life was sitting there watching. It was pretty oh, orcs. orcs. I thought yeah. you were saying like... Awkward. You guys would have an awkward child. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, no, I was no I'm just him. saying how we're, awkward. We're, the, I was with him. No, no. Yeah. The Bradley Cooper thing with Lady Gaga. I mean, yes. if those guys haven't banged. No, they're really? actors. You should yeah, know that. Yeah, see, that's really? the argument. They're playing a role. So what Ryan is talking about tangent, is the singing at the Academy the Awards. At the Oscars, whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> I was paying attention. Actually, maybe if they had banged, they wouldn't have that tension. Maybe it's just like, there you, you go. Know. So apparently they sang together and there's a lot yeah. of sexual tension in the room. And I thought actors of all people would understand. Yeah, I'm sure they were doing that. No, but maybe he has an insight. <laughs> they no, admire each other insight. artistically. They do. Enormously. There's a real I'm with connection. That. I'm serious. I'd There's real really chemistry. Can we get back to the alternative yeah, world where sorry. I'm asking you a question? We went off. <laughs> Thank you. On a riff. <laughs> Let's just say you, you're you at the age where it's either now or never for babies. The right person hasn't come along. Would you decide, Jacinta, to do it alone? Would you? Do, do you think that it was that important? You haven't had children, but, you know, in that point, because I know you really, really wanted your boys. It was so 
such a big part of your life when you had them. Um, do you think if you were in that parallel universe, you would make the decision to do it alone? What worries me about that is I don't know if I would have had the courage. So I was with those friends I'm talking about who did that. And I was, I'm just really grateful that I didn't have to make that choice. I'm not with the father of my children anymore, but I'll always be grateful that I have the gift of my boys. And I just look back at that and think, thank God. I conceived that way just for me because those women are courageous and mm. don't know if I would have done it. And also I would have always thought, just one more year, just one more year. Let's just wait. Let's just see if I meet someone. And then you turn mm. around and it's too late. So all I can do is say, say, thank God it happened this way for me because my boys are my greatest gift, as most parents would say. And uh, I, I just am lucky that it happened that way. I, mm. I hate to think what would have happened otherwise. Ryan, would you choose single parenthood? Yeah, or? I probably would have faffed about for way too long. And men knowing, can though, that's the other well, thing. that's the thing. Guys can, um, mm. like we can, but you know, women but and men can freeze. This is my alternative. Really. We can <laughs> freeze, like we can decision. freeze. You can freeze your eggs young. You can freeze your sperm young, but you can't. You can't look into that. Um, crystal ball and say, Hey, I'm going to be 40 and not have found the right person in my life to raise a kid with, and then start making those decisions and having stressful conversations with doctors. Um, but I probably would have faffed about a lot too. And, and, you know, hit an age where maybe I would have decided to do it and then regretted it because knowing what I know about being a parent now and how much love and joy and what it brings to your life, <laughs> I probably would have done it sooner. Mm, it's interesting. Yeah. All right. Next, the things you love doing with your kids and the things you'd rather avoid at all costs. So what we're going to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? Lock flaps. First I say, what we're going to do? Then you say, I don't know. What do you want to do? Then I say, what we're going to do? You say, what you want to do? What we're going to do? What you want? Let's do something. Of course. How selfish of me. Let's do all the things that you want to do. We spend a lot of time with our kids and some things are more fun than others. Personally, I've never been a park person and do not even start to talk to me about homework readers. But then there are the times when they both pile into bed with me in the morning for cuddles or uh, I sneak a lemon meringue tart with my daughter at the local cafe. Ryan, what are the things that you least like doing with your daughter and the things that fill you with joy? I think the thing I least like doing is between 5.30am and 8.30am on the day she just decides to get up really early. Uh, it's three hours. It's a long time. <laughs> and especially when we have the no TV in the morning rule, it would be so easy to just put on ABC Kids and get some stuff done. So I sort of go in and out of card games, drawing, playing pony, whatever it is, and emptying the dishwasher and, you know, making coffee and just wanting to read the news. And so, yeah, it's that, that balance of guilt of like, I've got to connect with my child. I've got to be on. I've got to be there for them. I've got to be present. I've got to be creative. And I just want to read the news and have a coffee and, yeah, let you know, you do your own thing. just okay. have a little bit of, a little bit of quiet time in the morning. I do find that, that bit sometimes a bit of a punish. Um, but the, the sleeping thing, I actually quite like, like sometimes she'll come in our bed and when she's still and quiet and all soft and floppy, I just get to pull her in and give her a squish and, you know, eat her little cheeks <laughs> and it's heaven. Like I, and I don't mind so much. I, I can, I, I can sleep through anything. So I can, I don't mind a little bit of a kick in the back or the head every now and then. <laughs> and that's from his wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's just like getting through the day, but I'm talking about like sleeping as well. <laughs> 
What about you, Jacinta? What's your least favourite and then most favourite thing? I think it's the things, often it's the things you you don't want to do and you force yourself to, a bit like what Ryan said, you make a, a conscious decision and you go, okay, oh, I really better be present. I better have this moment. But they're the things that at the end of the day, I'll be like, I'm so glad I did that. And they are too. You can see that connection. So I'm not, despite my book, Mother Zen, it doesn't come naturally to me. I'm not one of those mothers that goes, oh, I can't wait to spend all this time. But but when I go, <laughs> no, don't go and look at the news online. Don't make that choice. Go in and do this thing. Then I, I, it's that's always rewarding. So we play lots of board games. So we've we just started. We've just started on Pictionary and Cluedo. Sure. Where we've done Monopoly for a few years and Battleships and all those kind of things. And then on the weekend, I actually went to see Maggie Dent talk. Oh, and she brilliant. got in my system. She talks about raising boys and it was particularly for mothers of boys. And my boys were with me at the talk, wow. sitting outside on their iPads, but they took it in. And that was good. It was inadvertent, but it was it was beneficial because now my oldest one is citing back to me. Remember Maggie said this? Oh, Remember she said to do that? <laughs> Maggie so, would love that. Yes. And he'd said, he said to me yesterday afternoon, Remember Maggie said that it's good for you to learn about the games I'm playing on my iPad? So can you come over and... <laughs> And so I did. I sat with him and I went, okay, show me. So this game that he's been playing for years, I never pay any attention. Show me, talk me through it. And mm. it was boring, but it, it it's was like a, a little window, window to moment. their soul though, right? And I like what you say about the reward of it all. I mean, we have weekends where, you know, it starts, Ali doesn't do daycare on Fridays. And um, so it can start any time on Friday where we're all together and go right through until Sunday. And we have niggly moments. We have exhausted moments. We have moments where we're just, you know, pulling our hair out. But we always get to the end of the weekend and look back on it. And you only remember all the good stuff. And you lie in bed and you're like, oh, remember when they said this or did this and did that? And it's... That's what happens when they go to sleep. Yeah. Look at them and go, oh, that's right. that's so lovely. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's interesting, that part about when it's something you don't really want to do and then you sit down and you engage with them on it. Yeah. Um, sometimes I think we're so busy looking after our children, making sure they're fed and clothed and, you know, sleeping and all that stuff and fitting in all our stuff that we forget that they're little humans that have their own little personalities. And the more you actually yeah. go to where they're at in their lives, the more you learn about them. Very true. They, they want to connect. We know that. That's just what they, and it makes them happy. And you see the difference in their behavior when you've just had that just that little burst of time, just give it 15 minutes. Don't, mm. don't make it a, a penance, but you have that 15 <laughs> minutes with them and you get reward for that too. You do. On the weekend, I, I said to my son, how about you cook dinner? And it's something, again, I've been meaning to do. He's a boy. He needs to learn to cook. I'm not going to do this gender roles thing. And so we got this little kid's cookbook out. He chose a meal. We got the ingredients. He made dinner. I was his assistant. Great. And it gave him so much joy. He's still talking about it. We, we've, we froze. What did he make? He made a pasta sauce with mushrooms and we froze some. So we had it again last night and he's still getting that. I mean, it's the gift that keeps on giving, but, <laughs> totally. but the meal, but also he's, he's and one telling less meal everyone. To make. And there were so many benefits out of it. And he yeah. made some for his grandmother and he's telling everybody, I cooked dinner. I cooked dinner the other night. And he was saying to me as he was stirring the pan, he was saying these words, mummy, look, it's so interactive. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, I'm Great. not missing my iPad. Oh, and high, five, high five, high yeah, five. Good that's work. A win. So that, that is what I need to do more of. That was a very gentle high five. I don't think she was excited I didn't, enough. No, but we should make the noise. Issues. We do. Come okay. on. Oh, I missed. Wow. I missed. I, I missed a high five. That's a bit worrying that I can't even. <laughs> Have you heard of what you did? You weren't wearing your glasses. You know I'm not great with sport. <laughs> 
get a tennis ball. <laughs> Coordination not happening, but high fives to dance. the centre. I can ski. Yeah. yeah, there's lots of things you can do. Except hand high fives. Eye, hand <laughs> eye, yeah. Okay. Um, Another riff off to the side. <laughs> All right, next is getting serious. Is Cole's latest effort to get our kids to eat veggies worthy of applause or condemnation? Welcome to the wonderful world of stickies. One free stickies for every 20 euro spent in store. There's 24 to collect. Coles has launched a new campaign to get kids to eat their vegetables. The Coles Fresh Skid Stickies are a collection of fruit and vegetable characters. There are 24. You get a free character when you spend $30 at Coles or more. Um, you can also get a rainbow chart where kids mark off when they've eaten a colour on the rainbow. Now, I am the mother of a fussy eater, so I see the attraction. Anything to get my kid to eat more veggies has to be a good thing. Or does it? What about all the plastic? Coles has come under fire for yet another campaign aimed at kids using plastic, actually landfill collectibles. This is the second lot of collectibles they've done. The first one was like the mini products. So maybe it's a step forward there. I don't know. Jacinta, what are your thoughts? Is it a good idea? Um, it's aimed at the right audience or is it is Coles making an environmental blunder? You can dress it up any way you like. It's landfill. Mm-hmm. And I'm not interested. I, uh-huh. I, I shopped at Coles the other day and the lady said to me, would you like to have, what are they called? Stickies. stickies. And I said, yeah. what? what? She said, do you want to get the stickies? I, was, I didn't even know what they were. And I went, no, I don't want anything else. No, no more landfill. So that's just a marketing ploy and they're trying to dress it up another way. Everyone knows if you want your kids to eat vegetables, you just hide them in the pasta sauce. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Or well, well, you the, get your I, son I make, to I make them. them in pancakes too. Oh. Do like the sweet potato and pea pancakes or Ooh. broccoli pancakes. Who knew? Sounds yeah. awful. I call the green ones snot pancakes <laughs> and she thinks they're hilarious. I don't know that I could eat a snot pancake. I, I Can I weigh in? Yes, please do. I, I think if Coles really cared about kids eating fresh fruit and vegetables, they'd, they'd, they'd hand out like a biodegradable Play-Doh type thing where they could make imperfect shaped vegetables mm. and they could learn that all vegetables taste the same. You don't have to have perfect looking fruit and vegetables that have been left in a fridge for six months because apples are off season and you're crunching on them. The things we should be doing is taking our kids to the farmer's markets and showing them what you know fresh produce actually looks like, what seasonal produce looks like and how important that is. And on top of that, I don't need to indoctrinate my child into a supermarket chain. It's like it's like saying, here's the keys to being a pedestrian for your life. It's like making them watch bad reality television with you and getting in on it. It just sort of sets you up as vanilla. I'm like, dare, You're more like, dare to be different. What flavor are you, right? Dare to be different. <laughs> don't, be, don't be basic. Go yep. out, experience life. Look at things differently. You don't need to like sign up to Coles. I think that the other concern I have, <coughs> um, just speaking to doctors, uh, pediatrician, nutritionists, those sorts of people, that one of their key phrases is reward your child for eating vegetables. And I'm fairly certain that they say that's not the way to go. Like right. you should sort of... Don't make it a chore. No, just give them a choice. Yeah. Um, but again, I mean, I did see actually Fifi Box posted about her daughter and she's like, oh, thanks, Coles, for giving me another reason another to get Another 10 my grand. <laughs> she's Sorry. sponsored by them, I'd say. <laughs> yeah. Quite possibly. But can you see that some parents would go, you know, maybe avoid the stickies, get the poster. Are they at least doing the right thing there? Oh, it's, it, it's, it, it is cancelling each other out. It's like, oh, we're doing good by getting children to eat vegetables, but we're 
destroying the planet in the process. So would it no, stop you going to Coles? Gonna, no, it doesn't stop me going there. I'm just not going to take the offer when she tries to give it, it to me at the end. What do you think, right? I mean, how much yeah. is it up to us to actually stop? them continuing this kind of because the collectibles thing it's not just about giving them something free it's about kids wanting more and they're fun they look cool like uh, even my wife became obsessed with those little coles minis <laughs> like they do look fun there's like a mini water bottle yeah. and it just looks cute and fun i get it, it but where but, is that now yeah in your household? it's just up in the cupboard you mm. know it's not like it doesn't take pride of place on the mantelpiece <laughs> It's going to get chucked <laughs> out and it's going to go to Landcare or it's going to get put on Gumtree. Hey, come by. Buy my 50 minis. <laughs> but do we need to be doing more like as, as consumers? Because we keep somebody's buying into this. Otherwise, they wouldn't do it, right? Totally. No, it's a big hit. It went really well. And, and there were adults fighting over them. Like there was riots at the checkout over these things. So they, <laughs> I mean, who wins at the end of the day? The corporation. Okay, well, bow, bow. We've, the <laughs> verdict heavy. is in there. <laughs> Where do we go from here? I know the most precious thing your kid has ever made for you. You're not getting Aww. sponsored by Coles. No, it's mm-hmm. not happening in a hurry. <laughs> we'll be back with Jacinta and Ryan right after this. Raising children can be a challenging and rewarding experience. Feed, Play, Love, hosted by me, Siobhan Hunt, is a bite-sized parenting podcast that's here to walk, skip and jump beside you as your children grow. I speak to experts and real parents about everything from finding your mama instinct to starting solids. So join me and we can all thrive and learn together. Feed, Play, Love, available wherever you get your podcasts. Look at this coffee cup my kids got me for Father's Day. I really think you should throw it away. You made this? I know. It's kind of cute, right? That is the ugliest looking thing I ever saw. As soon as your kid has a level of coordination, they start making you stuff. They start making you stuff. Scribbles on paper, pasta necklaces. They can range from the super fugly to the cutest thing you've ever seen. But then attractiveness doesn't always mean it rates top place in your heart. Sometimes the ugly things are actually our most precious. Ryan, what is the best thing your daughter has ever given you and why does it hold such a special place in your heart? I like it when, well, recently she came to me about, I don't know, when I say recently, about six months ago, she came to me and she said, mommy said that um, such and such is done and you can come downstairs. Now, it was the first time she'd run a message and just seeing a little bit of independence in her completely broke my heart and I couldn't get over it for days. (laughs) How how old is she now? She's four and a half and now she makes up little songs so they're just completely random they they're not really like connected to any sort of idea uh but just her showing a little bit of her own creativity she'll pick a little theme and and go with that um so I just love it when she does little creative things that surprise me that come out of nowhere and then the other day she did draw a really cool octopus which (gasps) which was yeah did it have eight legs uh it 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 had it was quite clever like maybe six but, oh, the, but, there. Then, but she, she managed to do a, fa- and then she did a really good snail as well, which was like a, a twirly thing. And then the eyes came up and oh, she's starting one. to get some cute yeah, little motor skills. One. Yeah. <laughs> the same snail. Yeah. You've had that? Yeah. So, got to frame it. Jacinta? Maybe it's yeah, oh, part sorry. of the curriculum. Maybe, maybe they teach it at I think school. Siobhan, I think Siobhan got a bit bored with you. <laughs> yeah. She drifted off. She's artwork. like, oh, wow, well, well, this guy really, every kid gets a medal with this guy. Yeah. Do tell us. Yeah. What else is no, she doing? No, honestly. 
Please tell us. <laughs> wow. Watch out for that guy at the playground. He's a king boar. <laughs> Actually, you're allowed to swear now. Elise says it's a podcast. You're allowed to swear, Ryan. Oh, but, but maybe. Not that one. <laughs> <laughs> He's already said that Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper are banging. So yeah, so we've, we've look, raised the bar. That's going to make right. the, that's going to make the Daily Mail. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Johnson says, "Yeah, Jacinta, now can we? Oh, thank you. Well, I won't do what Ryan didn't bore you with everything my children have ever made. What a sledge." <laughs> That's a burn. I do remember yeah. one Mother's Day, though, having said that, that my little one made a little a little uh, teapot out of, it was literally cut out of paper and laminated. I think he did it in preschool. Oh. And he came in in the morning and was pouring, <laughs> pouring in inverted commas. Imagine over my head. Oh. Mommy, I'm, making, I'm pouring <laughs> oh, in the nice. tea. And I'll never forget that moment. What they're up to now, though, is they they will get on my phone when I let them and make little signs. Oh. Mummy, I love you with every emoji you can think of and a thousand kisses and I take little screenshots of those oh, things. This is the new so age sweet. gifts for parents. This digital, it's, dig, it's, it's, it's like the digital p- picture, digital drawing. Yes, isn't that tragic? No, it's that. not. I love it. I think for me it's always something to do with their hands. So yeah. we've got this, when I say fugly, um, we've got this lobster that was made out of my daughter's foot and a hand. It's the Aww. weirdest thing you ever looked oh, at. Oh, it's beautiful. But it's her age at that it's point. a time That's capsule. Her. Exactly. But it's yeah. her foot. And then my um, son had a clay thing made of his handprints when he was about three or four. And every time he plays with it, I'm like, don't you break yeah, that. You will never <laughs> throw that out. No, it's actually, an ornament. It's for, not a toy. For the boy's father's birthday, every year since the youngest was born, so nine years now, I've I've done their feet, you know, imprinted oh, their feet onto canvas. The canvas is getting bigger. It started out <laughs> a tiny it. little thing with his baby feet. Then mm. another child came along and now they do feet or hands. And so there's, I guess, 10 of them now. Wonderful. Oh, I, I wish I'd done it for great. myself though. Yeah. Can you just go and steal them? <laughs> or like do a photocopy. Photocopy. Yeah. People still do that. You can make a huge artwork out of it. That's a really sweet idea. It's too yeah, late. Funny, I've done it for me. I'm sure other people would be fascinated to see your kids' feet and hands all together <laughs> up on a wall. Depends who's put it together. I'm having a go today. Yeah, I love Ryan's it. Trying to, he's trying to burn me back I'm now. Trying to get one back. <laughs> what a solid burn. That's yeah. what they say in trolls. Feel the burn. But it's the things they say, isn't it, that are the most the things we cherish. I keep a little diary oh. inspired by. Have you know that book, The Happiness Project by Gretchen yes. Rubin? Yeah. Yes. She talks about a sentence a day diary because writing a diary is too overwhelming. We're never going to do it. So when I read about that, I went, aha, I can do that. So I write, usually it's more than a sentence, but I try to just capture they, funny things they said, what they wore. I'll just write what pajamas they wore. Anyway, yes. that's not them giving me a gift, is it? I'm going off no, on no, a tangent. No, no, no. I, like I just felt immediately inadequate. Yeah, totally. I did actually because I was like, I'm sure they've said oh, really God, cool I... stuff, but I can't remember <laughs> yeah. any of it. No, I, I'll I make you feel better in I'd... saying that it's late February and I haven't done it for this year yet. <laughs> <laughs> I feel much better. Thank you. But I'll catch up. <laughs> All right. Well, that was our last question for this episode of the Parent Panel. Um, but we'd love to know what you guys are doing at the moment. If you have anything to plug, Jacinta, what have you got going on? Oh, there's so many things going on in my world that I could talk That's about. That's why you couldn't write a sentence from now till February. It's timely, though, that I mention Some Girls Do My Life as a Teenager. It's a book that I, an anthology that I put together 10 years ago with female Australian authors writing the true story of their adolescence. We've just republished the book and wow. added some authors. So we've got Wendy Harmer, oh, Nikki Gemmell, Leanne Moriarty. Oh, what? <gasps> Tara yes. I just finished one of her books. Oh, which one? Nine. 
perfect strangers. Uh, don't tell me because I'm three quarters through. Oh, that's great. Is it good? I loved it. I've seen it at the library. Okay. It's a bit Agatha Christie. Oh. It's got a bit of an Agatha Christie yes, vibe. But, yeah. but don't tell me the ending. Oh my God, I'm so hey, jelly that so you get to work with her. Sorry, yeah, you're plugging. plugging. Why can you just let me plug? Book. Now I'm right now. Plug away. I'm forgetting my authors. Do you want to remind me? <laughs> you and just said Tara Morris. Wendy Harmer. Yeah, well, there's many more. Leon. Wonderful authors, 55 of them, and they're wow. the esteemed female authors, and they've taken their time, donated their time, and written the true story of their teenage years, which you can imagine the range of stories. Some are funny, some are really tragic, all about their growth. But the common theme there is no one has it easy yeah. in their teenage years, and look at what these women have become. So it's a really inspiring book for young girls to read. It's, it's actually great. targeted at, at older people people, but how wonderful for women, young women to read, to go, oh, okay, so my life isn't always going to look like this. I can pull through. So important. And then the money raised from the sales of the book goes to Sister to Sister, which is a mentor program for teenage girls. I'm their patron. So book is just out. It came out a couple of months ago. It's in the shops now. It's online. Some girls do. And it's a wonderful read for a good cause. And where can people find you online? Actually, my well, I'm, I'm pausing because I'm not I'm not We're so good at this, online. am I? I have Instagram, Jacinta Tynan, and my website is actually motherzen.com, which Perfect. is the name of my book, of course. Thank you, Jacinta. And Ryan, what's happening with you? Uh, I recently became an ambassador for the Australia Says No More campaign, which is making domestic violence and sexual assault everyone's issue because we all know someone who's been affected. And so it's not just about a helpline for those that are affected. It's about everybody standing up and saying something and not being silent anymore. And so that is the Australia Says No More campaign. And it's on Instagram. Uh, There's links to it in my Instagram account, at Ryan Johnson of Oz. And you can also follow me on Twitter, at Ryan Johnson of Oz. Is there another Ryan Johnson out there? There is actually a couple. There's, there's one. Elise is looking <coughs> disgusted at me that I don't know. There was one that stole my identity, actually. He, he, <gasps> if you looked me up on Wikipedia, there was a picture of this other guy. And no. then I got a lot of hate mail for directing Star Wars incorrectly. Because that was <laughs> R-I-A-N Johnson. And I had a lot of people saying things like, you make son cry. Bad movie. Um, <laughs> they said it like that. Yeah, they, they wrote it like that in that accent. It's going to be the worst thing, being trolled for something you didn't do. I yeah. mean, it's being bad enough being trolled for something you did do, but imagine that. I actually didn't so mind being trolled for directing Star Wars. Yeah, that's true. And on top of <laughs> yeah, that... It might help his career. I retweeted a couple of them with the director's correct handle and said, I'm sure that wasn't Ryan Johnson's... Uh, you know, original intention to upset you, uh, but thanks for the feedback. (laughs) And at some point he actually wrote to me and said publicly, he said, I feel like I owe you a bottle of something. So that was a victory. And did he send you a bottle of something? Uh, No, no. All right. You've been, you're on notice. Yeah, you're on notice, Ryan, Ryan, with an I. Yeah. (laughs) Rian. Guys, it's been such a pleasure having you in. Thank you for coming. Thank you, Siobhan. That's fun. Thank you. I'm Siobhan Hunt. You can find me online at Siobhan Hunt. And that's all for this episode of The Parent Panel. See you next time. You've been listening to The Parent Panel, a babyology podcast hosted and written by Siobhan Hunt, produced and edited by Elise Cooper. For more information on the show, or maybe you want to do a deep dive onto previous episodes, you can find out all you need to know on our website. Head to babyology.com.au slash parent panel. See you next time.